For the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio, with your hosts Sean Cowig and Kristen Sanchez. Well, hello and welcome to the Way Highway. You're listening to Adobe Radio. It's time for cannabis comedy in the form of this. Like I said, the Way Highway. So sit back, relax imbibe and just in general take a load off take a load off for the next hour we got you all you got to do is sit back and listen no worries no worries whatsoever me i'm sean cowig and with me is the fantastic wonderful incredible kristen (laughs) sanchez hello hi I am so excited to be here. Woo. I'm so excited that all of you guys are here listening with us. Woo-woo. And I'm so excited to tell you, if you'd like to follow us on social media, you could go ahead and follow Sean Cowick at Sean Cowick. Wow. If you'd like to follow me, Kristen Sanchez, you can follow me at Siren16X. And you can also follow The Way Highway at The Way Highway. Yes. Or send us an email at wayhighway at adobe.com. Yeah. And, and tell us what you want. Well, tell us what your like fun high activity for summer is because like yeah. we're gearing up we're getting there get ready for summertime eh, the sun's staying up longer which means you can be out later doing daytime activities yeah and we don't have to go to daylight savings anymore fuck you daylight savings is that really i've heard so many different things i was very confused because i was recently in Arizona, like outside Uh of the Phoenix Scottsdale area and driving in, we had no idea if the clock was going to change or not because (laughs) we couldn't figure out what Arizona did because for the longest time, Arizona was the one place that didn't change, but we Mm -hmm. didn't know if it didn't change. Like we didn't know if it didn't fall back or it didn't spring forward. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, which one is this? I think it's the one that gives them more light. Yeah. So I think they never fell back and they hadn't been falling back for years. So (laughs) if there was the truth to the change, it wouldn't have mattered at this time. However, had we been going there in winter, it would have like, it would have changed. Like we would have gained an hour. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. But now we're all not going to be doing that anymore. Mm -mm. It's done. It's done. It's over. And so this next fall, we're not going to fall back. Correct. It's so, like, it's so interesting. So the reason that it started, obviously, was Mm -hmm. very smart. And, of course, we were doing it for, like, crops and plants and all that stuff. Yep. And then when that wasn't a necessity anymore and or when that was not the main focus, it just never made sense to me that we never changed it because of all of the detrimental things that happened because of it. Yes. Like, Car accidents increased by like, I want to say 15% or something like that the day after daylight savings. And like, it's just like really bad. It messes with so many people and everyone's internal clock. Not to mention, we had an entire brand new um, like thing added to the DSM-5 because of it, which is basically sad, which is seasonal affective disorder. 
And right. we wouldn't have that if we didn't do this. <laughs> so right. I'm very excited that many people will not be suffering like that this I'm new so jazzed. Year. I am so, so jazzed to not have the sun setting at 4.30. Right? When it's so dark all the time, it's just like, why? Why even bother? Why, why am I doing, why am I trying? Why would I even try? That's great. It's funny that I didn't um, know it was happening so soon because I, I think that I'm like stuck in 2019. Yeah. Uh, I understand. Right. So like I, I knew that it had been on a ballot and I knew that I had voted for it, but then I didn't know. And then I think I knew that it passed. And then I think I knew that it passed and they put a timestamp on it. But like, when was that voting? Probably sometime in like 2019 or early 2020. And now it's getting later into 2022. And that's crazy. It's so crazy. Time it flies. is 2022, right? It's not 2023 yet. It's... It is 2022. <laughs> one of our okay, friends cool. the other day compared living through COVID to being one of the people that disappeared in the snap. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. I have never found anything more relatable in my entire life. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Like, yes, you just are like out of time. Yeah. For four years. Yeah. I, I, I just went to... Um, because they just released season three of The Boys on uh, yes. Amazon Prime. I so, haven't started it yet. So you haven't started it at all. I won't spoil I anything. Have, I have seen the first two seasons of The Boys, and that show is fucking awesome. That's what I'm okay. talking about. I won't spoil anything because I couldn't watch it. Because as soon as I started watching it, I was like, I have no fucking idea where we are. <laughs> I don't know, like, it was so long ago that I watched this show that I need to go back and watch it again before I can watch these episodes because I have no fucking idea what happened. I'm just like, oh, yeah, wait, these guys, or what were they, do? why were they own Homelanders? Wait, what happened to the... Yeah, because he's the... Yeah, I got it now. Oh, and and the butcher, and the butchers, no, I don't know what's going on. I I recently had the exact opposite thing happen. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When I started watching Kenobi, uh huh, because it's like it gives you a little intro that's like <laughs> previously on Star yes. Wars, which is very silly to me, um, because like that was my Star Wars. Yeah. Like I was a child during those movies, mm-hmm. um, and like I was the target audience, mm-hmm. um, and so like <laughs> so when they did the recap of the movies, I was like. Uh, really? Really? We're recapping. We're recapping Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Alrighty. You're recapping the life and times of Obi Wan Kenobi. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> I. I don't know. I don't know how deep because I'm watching Kenobi too. I don't know how deep we want to get into this. And way highway listeners, I don't want to spoil this all for you. Exactly. So, <laughs> I haven't seen the the most recent Kenobi episode. That you just watched the first two, not the three. I okay, have watched. I have watched three. I have not seen. Okay, there's four. a fourth one that's happened. I haven't seen the. I've only seen three. I have not seen four. I maybe, think the fourth maybe, one comes out this week. Okay. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe we just shouldn't get into it. I have I have feelings. I have feelings, but I don't want anybody who's watching right. I have so many feelings too. Oh my goodness! I have so many feelings. And here's the thing. And I think I can say this without Mm -hmm. ruining or spoiling anything. Uh I'm just worried 
what you're going to do is you're going to mess up Star Wars for me in the time that happens between Revenge of the Sith Uh and A New Hope. I'm afraid that you're going to do something in there that's going to make me be like, okay, but then how did any of this happen? (laughs) (laughs) Then how, 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 like, then what are we even talking about? (laughs) Why? Okay. I think, like, my biggest thing thus far, and again, to not spoil, Mm -hmm. is just, like, the Obi-Wan Kenobi character that Mm -hmm. we currently have. Yeah. I do not understand in any way, shape, or form, and I do not believe that this would be an accurate portrayal of what Obi-Wan Kenobi would have been doing (laughs) on Tatooine. You you don't think he'd be sulking? I don't think it's you don't right. You think he'd be like licking because, his wounds and sulking? So here's the thing. Yes, I feel uh, I feel like he would be sad, but yeah. his sole mission now is to protect the kids. Yeah, like he has to protect them. Yeah, and I have the hardest time in the entire world believing that he just went. Oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come on to Tatooine and just cry. I'm just going to cry and cry and cry and be sad and just completely disconnect from all of my literal foundational basic training that you've learned from literal childhood because that's how the Jedi Order works. They take you as a kid. They brainwash you and teach you all the things. And it's just like, wait a minute. You want me to understand or you want me to believe that one of the most powerful Jedi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. now has no understanding of how these things work anymore? Like, no, no. go absolutely fuck yourself. Yeah, like, I cannot... Right? And I cannot <laughs> for the life of me, because it's just like, he literally says in one of the episodes, he's like, oh yeah, like, I have to start training him. Yeah, And it's like, well, how the do you plan on doing that because you don't even know anymore either so like what which one are you trying to do like come on yeah come on so silly i don't Um, need emo obi-wan right and like i understand if we wanted to do that then let us do that after the third sister reveals that fact you know yeah and, like, that is something that could have been so powerful. And instead, it wasn't. And so I'm just kind of, I'm interested to see where they take this. I'm interested to see where they go with it. I just think it's a goddamn shame to slow roll this. Yeah. And they are. You also, like, you have so much time, right? You have so much time because the kids are kids. It's still, it's what, it's been, like, nine years right but i think it's 10 years later 10 years later so the Mm -hmm. kids are like 10 yeah and then in a new hope luke is supposed to be like what 20 yeah he's like a young adult he's like he's still asking permission to go into town but he but but he's also like old enough to like seriously fighting the revolution and we're not talking about like baby anakin skywalker jumping in a pod racer and doing that kind of bullshit just like we're talking about (laughs) yeah no we're talking about a fully formed adult man fighting against the empire right yeah so 
you've so got- So I need his sister who's already been doing it for years. Yeah. <laughs> so dog, you had 20 years of Obi-Wan Kenobi to play with. So you didn't even, like you want to do a series? That's awesome. Why mm-hmm. did you take the 10 years when the babies are babies and show Obi-Wan doing badass Jedi stuff, trying to go around and find find any of the younglings that got away or yeah. try to find force sensitive children. Like you've got time. This dude could have been doing so much around the galaxy before he ended up being a, what? Like a 65 year old man. Yeah. Ugh, it just, uh, it just seems so strange. Yeah. Like, because at the end, at the end of, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Like, Yoda pulls, Yoda pulls Obi-Wan aside and is like, I'm going to teach you how to talk to your master. Not Uh only am I going to teach you how to talk to your master, I'm also going to teach you how to do this. Yeah. And then he's like, still like, I can't get a hold of Qui-Gon. I just don't know why it doesn't (laughs) work. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I wonder if I can't get a hold of Qui-Gon is we couldn't get Liam Neeson to <laughs> to be uh, a force ghost. There's no <laughs> way. Liam Neeson has to come back. I feel like that's got to be in his contract somewhere. Oh, like, if we ever have these characters come back again, you are on the fucking hook. Dude, listen, here's the thing. Liam Neeson has been spending, he spent, what, the past 20 years doing the same movie over and over and over again? Totally. Why wouldn't he come back and be Qui-Gon? That guy, yeah, come on. Yeah, do this same movie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I think we got to see Qui-Gon at some point. We got to get Force Ghost Qui-Gon in there. And I just think it would have been so much cooler to have taken that and run. Mm-hmm. And to go, okay, he's not just who he was. And yes, who he was can be a little bit broken. But yeah. he is even more powerful and or more aware of the force and or more connected to the force than he ever was before. Mm -hmm. And now let's build this story of just fucking awesome shit instead of like, like underpowering our main character. Like I understand we don't want to like Mary Jane him and make him like the most powerful, strong thing in the world. But also like your villain is Vader. Your villain's Vader. You can't, you can't do that. No. You can't, like, completely undermine. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm really worried. I'm really worried you're going to do some Vader shit that makes it like, no, wait, what? No, he has to be Vader in these next movies. He had to have, like, a general, like, he hasn't seen Obi-Wan. He gets back face-to-face with Obi-Wan in the original three. We can't have them just hanging out. Please don't screw this up. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I I I I feel like there's a lot of Star Wars stuff that that is in my mind that like this could happen, and I feel like it's good ideas, but we never get to see it. Like the like, one- isn't there a thing where it's like, hey, there was a period of time where Luke almost went dark side. Mm-hmm. I want to see that, right? Yeah. Hey, we got well, they've Obi-Wan. retconned that. They've yeah. retconned that, and they have made it go away because that was a that was a book series, uh, um, and they have taken. They took out Luke's wife. They took out Mara Jade. Oh, oh, they took out like yeah. their kids together. Yeah, I read um, some books. That's and, where I and, had that. I had that from the books I read. Damn. I mean, and I fucking loved the books. I had, yeah. oh my God, I had a Darth Maul book. That Darth Maul is the protagonist, 
But the entire time, he is actively trying to kill a Jedi and the Jedi's Padawan. And the story is basically him just being fucking Michael Myers, you know, just coming after them no matter what. And in the end, it does not end on a happy note. But I just remember being like, this is the best book I've ever read. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like Hannibal Lecter in that way. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or Hannibal, I guess. And then, yeah. The other thing that I'm like, I feel like we could see this, but we never will, is like I was talking about, the 10 years while those babies are babies, where maybe Obi-Wan doesn't need to be like right on the spot where he's roaming around the galaxy, maybe maybe pushing maybe pushing the gas a little too hard, maybe looking for force sensitive children. And like, he's getting a little dark side. Like he's a little bit out of sorts with his force power. Maybe he's blasting some inquisitors. Like maybe (laughs) he's just like going off the edge a little bit and has to be pulled back. I want to see that man. That's, that's the dramatic tension that I want to see. Anywho. (laughs) There's a Star Wars tangent for you. We way said we weren't going to talk about it, and we definitely didn't. No, we didn't. We well, we, we did. We talked anything. around it. We talked around <laughs> it. We talked around it. <laughs> uh, go check out. Go check out all the Star Wars content, Way Highway listeners, and hit us and let us know what you think. We want to know. We we want to. We're welcome to open dialogues about Star Wars. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, we got to take a quick break. We're going to take our first break here on the Way Highway. You're listening to the Way Highway on Adobe Radio. That's rad. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. I'm Sean. And I'm Kristen. And we're, hey, we got, we got Jelly here. Hey, Jelly. Hello. Hey. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, here's a very special product review that harkens back to last week's product <laughs> review. Okay, Jelly, we got we got you in, so so you and Kristen can really kind of like give a rundown of what's going on here because this is going to involve me doing a little activity. All right, so you can describe to the Way Highway listeners what is going on and how terrible this might go. LOL, I just said it out loud. Okay. <laughs> First here from Helios, I have uh, some flour. This is their Oreos. Um, this is actually uh, the kind of the house weed um, from um, from Exotics. Uh, so this is the flour that I got for a dollar um, because I was a first-time customer. Uh, nice. Way Highway listeners, look for that. I mean, use weed maps. That's how I found out about the deal. You use weed maps to look at the dispensaries in your area and see what kind of deals they have for first time customers uh and they're usually great i got an eighth of weed for a dollar and it's pretty good flour um 23.1 percent total yeah Yeah, right um so i've got my flour i've got my grinder I've got some uh, raw, classic, natural rolling papers. And I've got a box of Barilla Rotini. (laughs) So I, for the first time ever, am going to try to roll a joint 
using a piece of rotini as a crutch. So here you go. Now you can watch me do it. I've angled my camera down. I've got my flower out. How am I doing so far? So far. So far, so good. <laughs> that's getting that pretty clean. Well, my clean, what, what's clean? It looks pretty clean and easy looks pretty right clean. now. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad so far. I'm, I'm, I'm using my calendars in my lap. <laughs> rolling on my calendar so you can look at my schedule while I'm doing it. <laughs> Am I supposed to be somewhere else? No, no, no. I'm supposed to be here with you, Way Highway listeners. Um, okay. Okay. I remember the first time that I saw a, like, raw product yeah. outside of a dispensary. Uh-huh. <laughs> and evidently, they make parchment paper, too. Oh, really? So, one time I was at an Airbnb, and I opened up their, like, thing of all the, like, tinfoil and all that stuff, yeah. and I saw just this, like, like huge thing that said raw on it. <laughs> I was like, what kind of what? joints are you rolling? <laughs> are these novelty joints? Like, what is this? Um, but then I realized it was simply parchment paper and that I am a, in fact, a silly goose. I think that we would have gigantic rolling papers like that. Oh, like, dang. Like when you want to roll a joint for an elephant? Yeah, yeah. That, that I wonder elephant. how many there are like, how many cannabis related products companies there are that also make other things. Yeah. 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 I mean, especially one sorry. that's like, all right, it's paper. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here. Like imagine being at school and seeing that and you're like, oh, I'm not meant to know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why do they have this brand that I've never heard of before? I've definitely not heard of it. Uh-huh. I should go. Okay. So now I'm trying to find a rotini that is generally flat. Not flat, 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 but like sometimes they're like really super curved. Yes. You're looking for a straight rotini. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to use this curl. Look at that. That's like almost like a little smile. Can't use that. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking for, yes. I think this one that I have here is pretty good. Okay. I'm so excited to see how this works out. <laughs> also, I'm very interested in watching your technique because I know my technique sucks. I also don't have um, the proper um, hands in which to roll a joint. Let me explain. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I have hyperhidrosis, so my palms are constantly sweaty. So trying to roll a joint with wet hands doesn't work. No, that's not conducive to. No, no. That's not okay. Although, well, no, maybe like you could cook the pasta while smoking it with the spoon. <laughs> wow. Uh, just steam that shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is thus far a beautiful joint. <laughs> now, did you have to make sure that the pasta and the flour were kind of like leveled in height? Um, I think it ended up kind of happening naturally. Like, I don't stress out too much about the flour rolling out, but I do want it to try to get it so it's like a little bit even. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know, like, flour rolls out the top, and I'm kind of fine with that. Okay. 
getting closer. that up hold on <laughs> i'm getting nervous got this i believe in you with the power of weed combined weed and pasta <laughs> these are a few of my favorite things i am half italian now a lot of people don't really know that about me because i look so very irish mm -hmm. but my italian is Sicilian, which is also very funny because Sicilians can be like very olive-skinned Italians, but there's also a contingent of Sicilians that are light-skinned and red-haired. My red hair is actually a gene that comes from my mother's side of the family. My grandfather had red hair. When my grandfather was young, everybody called him red, but none of us knew that because we only knew him bald and all the pictures of him when he was young were in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. There it is. There's my joint. Ooh, it looks good. It does. It looks really good. It looks Not so bad. nice. It's a little, I think there's a little bit of air at the bottom. I, I wonder, does this make it like more environmentally friendly as well? Uh, well, it definitely does for a crutch because now, like, when I get to this roach, when this joint is done, I can just throw the pasta away. If I, and especially if I was smoking outside, I could just toss it. It's completely biodegradable. Well, I'm curious. Once you uh, once you smoke that, yeah, will the pasta burn, or what if you use that whole box of pasta to make joints? And after you finish each, each joint, you put the pasta back in the box or in a different box and then you cook the pasta. Is that not cannabis-infused pasta? <laughs> Did I say I that last week? I feel like you're in my head, Jelly. <laughs> I feel like we're just going to have a bunch of wet joints after that, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So right. in form, it looks pretty good. It Let's does. see what happens in um, consummation. Is that, is that a word? <laughs> it, it is a word, but I think normally it means to have sex. <laughs> You're consummating Almost, this I'm joint. <laughs> how, how do you smoke joints? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> We've all learned something about Sean today. <laughs> so that's why that was written on your calendar. <laughs> all right. Yup. That's awesome. The thing that I hate about crutches, mm -hmm. specifically like the paper ones, is that there have been times where I have had joints be completely fucking ruined. Yeah. Because the paper is folded in such a way that it blocks the flow. Yup, yup. And the that flow doesn't happen there. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. That's so and fun. look, like, look at the, like, it's burning nicely mm -hmm. and evenly and not too quickly. I got a couple good hits off of it. 
I kind of love that we can see through it as well. Yeah. It kind of yeah. reminds me of one of those pens, like those novelty pens you get when you're younger. <laughs> and then it has the ball and you have to try and get the balls through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was a rousing success. I'm, um, I'm, I'm surprised. Not that <coughs> the rotini works so well, because usually when I, uh, most things that I research about cannabis, that it's like, you should try this, it works really well, is true. Like, a stoner has never steered me wrong. And, <laughs> like, uh, a site ded dedicated to cannabis and cannabis things has never steered me wrong. So I am not surprised that the rotini worked so well. I'm surprised that I was able to roll this joint. <laughs> in the way that I did because I gotta admit it's been a minute right I don't mm -hmm. I buy pre-rolls I don't roll a lot of my joints anymore mm -hmm. um and you know I was doing it here on the show so I just assumed I was gonna mess it up and make a fool of myself <laughs> but that all worked amazing yeah uh, sure. hey thank you successful thank you. jointing successful jointing and rotini uh five out of five stars would recommend get out there try using a rotini as your crutch it works great and look at this a box of barilla this is al dente perfection in seven to eight minutes and a giant box of crutches you've got meals and wheels i don't think that makes any sense but i just said it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move on. Uh, I would like to shout out, because it is June, and it is Pride Month. Happy Pride. Woo. I'm going to take you down a list, and this is from Leafly. Like I said, love Leafly. Love cannabis sites dedicated to cannabis. Mm -hmm. Well run, well organized, never steer you wrong. Um, I'm going to run you down real quick. Uh, 14 fantastic queer-owned cannabis brands. Yes. Uh, also, for yeah. all of us that don't know about rainbow washing, rainbow mm. washing is a thing that happens. A lot of companies do it. It's basically when uh, for every other month except for the month of June, they are supporting uh, things that would actually help or were actually, I'm sorry, they're supporting things that would hurt the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, and they're funding it through like laws or people that they have invested in and or uh, like politicians. Um, but just, just this one month, they all of a sudden have rainbow merchandise for your dollars, but they do not support us. So like, make sure not to, don't be fooled. Please make yeah. sure to uh, only go to businesses that are actually queer owned, operated. Don't yes. Yes. Got your number, Disney. I, yeah, dude. Something. The, something about that just made something pop into my head, and now I gotta say it. There are uh, several members of the Tampa Bay Rays baseball team took the Pride logo, which was just a rainbow. I think it was just a rainbow version of the Tampa Bay Rays logo that goes in very small fashion on your sleeve. Mm -hmm. They took them off and the team supported them in their taking off of the logos. And Press. then they went on 
to spout out a bunch of Jesus mumbo jumbo and hey, Uh, oh, but hey, we love and support everyone and we want everyone to come here and be welcome. And here's the thing. If you meant that, you can wear a rainbow logo on your jersey for a game, you dope. Yeah, I love, uh, there was a uh, senator uh, who very beautifully said it because of all the heinous and disgusting anti-LGBTQIA plus um, laws that have been put into place, Mm -hmm. specifically all of the ones that are affecting the transgender youth, Mm -hmm. um, which is absolutely abhorrent um, that those things are happening. But there was a, uh, (laughs) uh, there was a, I believe it was a senator who went up Mm -hmm. and he was talking about, um, it's like all of the, all of my constituents, all of my uh, fellow senators who are uh, members of the GOP have currently been doing all of these different rules based on their religion against LGBTQIA plus individuals. Um, Mm -hmm. So right now I would like to take this moment to say exactly what Jesus would have said, or to say the things that Jesus said about the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. And then he stands there in absolute silence for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, I rescind my time. That's it. Because he doesn't yeah. say anything about it. Because no. it's not real. Because no. they added the word homosexual in 1946 when yeah. they didn't want it to be pedophile anymore. Because the church elders were all pedophiles. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if we do a little digging, what will we find? Yeah. Yup. Yup. Gross. Gross, 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 gross. So gross. Okay. Here are some queer-owned brands you can to celebrate for Pride and beyond. Zula Herbs, founded in 2016 by queer co-founders Karina Primeles and partner Melanie Golake Agri. Zula Herbs is a Latinx and Black-owned hemp company based in Mexico City. So many things are just rad as hell about that sentence. (laughs) Uh, Through a wide range of phenomenal CBD products, their mission is to dignify, amplify, and revive menopausal bodies, trans bodies, differently abled bodies, non-binary bodies, and all bodies left of our society's gaze. Fuck Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Number two. Whoa. Stone Road. Founded by CEO Lex Corwin in 2016, Stone Road is a cannabis farm that's working to make a difference through ethical growing practices, an employee-owned structure, and their signature product, breathtakingly beautiful joints. Named after the place Corwin first started growing cannabis, Stone Road is a company built on fair wages, diverse hiring, and people over profit model. For cannabis, you can feel good about smoking instead of just getting high. I love that. I love that. Love it. Hit up ComCan Inc. Uh, ComCan Inc. is a locally owned and operated brainchild of queer majority owner Ellen Rosenfeld and her two brothers. Founded in 2015 as part of the Massachusetts Medical Use of Marijuana Program, ComCan has quickly grown to include multiple dispensaries, a cultivation facility, and some of the most exciting, exciting cannabis brands in the state. Check it out. Altered Plates. 
If Pride celebrations demonstrate one thing, it's that the community and the experience of coming together are core to the joy that can be found in the LGBTQ plus community. Enter Altered Plates, the brainchild of queer co-founder Rachel Birkins and her brother, Chef Holder Jaeger. Altered Plates is a creative culinary collective that brings together cannabis, food, beverages, and good old-fashioned hospitality. <laughs> um, I love it whenever I'm reading about um, cannabis brands and mm -hmm. products. And mm -hmm. one of the people running it or founding it has Chef in their name. I'm like... Uh. Yes. I'm right. Let, let's. Roll. I recently was doing a little bit of searching to see if there were any like chefs in the area mm -hmm. that did like THC infused things. Yes. And yeah. I found one. Yes. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I, uh, I'm oh. very excited to uh, eventually, eventually do this. Yeah. But uh, I think it would be really fun to like, just get a couple of stoners together and be like, all right, let's get baked while we eat. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kristen, I'm one of those stoners that would like to Hell do that. Hell yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Check out Madam Munchie, founded by CEO Kim Garrity in 2014. Madam Munchie specializes in gourmet, delicious edibles that are rooted in the high attention to detail and unrivaled quality of French sweets, Bringing a signature miss of Paris chic and Cali chill to any pride celebration. Fuck yes. Oh, yeah. Can. Baby, get out there and get some can. I have can <laughs> all the time. And my God, is it delicious. We've reviewed it so many times on the show. Mm -hmm. As the world of edibles expands in new and in inventive ways, infused beverages have become one of my personal favorite ways to consume cannabis. Look to try one for yourself. Take a sip of can. Thank you, Leafly. Listen to that. Um, <laughs> and lemon lavender is incredible. Grapefruit rosemary is incredible. Blood orange cardamom is incredible. I've tried all the flavors. I love them all. They come in smaller microdose cans and taller, higher vibe cans. Mm -hmm. uh, so and they lock. So they're yeah. perfect for and taking poolside. Yes. Because here's the other thing. Sometimes I just want to mix, right? Sometimes yeah. I want to mix a little bit of a cannabis beverage in with some regular sparkling water. I'd like to mix myself a beverage, a fancy drink. When I was a kid... I used to call anything mixed together a fancy drink. So like my dad would be like, you want a fancy drink with dinner? And I'd be like, yes, I'd like a fancy drink. And so then he'd like put cranberry juice, fresh lime and like soda water in a thing and put a straw in it in a tall glass with ice and give it to me. And I was like, oh, now I'm <laughs> drinking a fancy drink. It took a, wasn't a lot. It didn't take a lot to please me. Um, Cali Bueno is a Latinx and queer-owned wholesale business in California, founded and operated by visionary Claudia Mercado. Sunday School, which I've now been seeing on some of the delivery sites I use. I'm very Ooh. excited about trying Sunday School too soon. Um, they make several different kinds of edibles. Uh, including flavors like lychee dragon, sour yuzu, and milk tea sundae. Ugh. 
That sounds too gross. Yes. I milk tea. love boba and milk tea. Oh my God. That sounds like the new edible you need to try, Kristen. Sunday Shit. school. Get in there. <laughs> Sonder. Sonder is awesome, right? Created in 2018 by married co-founders Fawn Shapin and M. Paradis. Sonder is a queer and women-owned cannabis company who makes cannabis dreams come through to inv- through inventive formats, pristine oil cartridges, and cannabis quality you can trust. They make cannabis pop rocks. I have a yes. pack of those. The space crystals, yeah. Yes, I yes. have a pack of those. I haven't tried it yet, but I, there oh my go. gosh, we should... We'll review Boom. that. Sonder. We'll review happen. it. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll do Happening. it in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Sonder, Queer Own, get out there, try it. Drew Martin Co. Owned and operated by Drew Martin, his life partner, Andrew Freeman, and their mutual friend, Nicholas Pritzker. It's uh, Drew Martin Co. is a 100% queer owned cannabis brand that has created the first low dose botanical blend pre rolls on the market. Uh, I got some of Drew Martin low dose joints. They're delicious. Um, they're, if you want to smoke a joint that instead of like the flower being 23 to 28%, you know, it's Mm -hmm. they're they're usually only like three to 5%. So you can just like casually smoke this to yourself and not get insanely high. Yeah. I love it. I love it. MD Numbers Inc., co-founded by queer entrepreneur Marie Montmarquet. MD Numbers is a 100% black-owned, vertically integrated cannabis company that includes a world-class cultivation center, a delivery service, and a consulting agency that's helping propel the cannabis industry towards a more equitable future. Fuck yeah. Peak extracts, and this looks incredible because it looks like they've got tinctures and creams, and that's always very exciting. Founded and operated by two queer women, Katie Stem and Katie Black, Peak Extracts is exactly what it sounds like, an extract company creating both THC and CBD, vapes, edibles, tinctures, and topical solutions that help consumers find their peak. I love it. Get out there and get yourself some Sava. Founded by queer cannabis trailblazer and CEO Andrea Brooks, Sava gives cannabis consumers more ways to support ethical and diverse brands while promoting LGBTQ plus visibility in their industry, something near and dear to Brooks's heart. Yes. Uh, and Calexco. Calexco. Created by queer entrepreneurs Brandon Andrew and Ian Colin and Rem and run by a group of queer people, BIPOC, women, and allies. Calisco is a cannabis beverage company and a community of creatives that believe in integrating social experiences that are not centered on alcohol. You know I love that. Mm-hmm. You know I love that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there you go. There are 14 queer-owned brands and companies that you can get out there and support and celebrate for Pride Month. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Yes. And you can find the article I was reading off of off of leafly.com. Leafly.com. I love you. Thank you for the information. Uh, this is the way I weigh. Yeah, we love. Ah! This is the way I weigh on Adobe Radio. 
We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. I'm Sean. And I'm Kristen. And back with us for our last segment is the one and only Jelly. Jelly. Okay, so let me get this straight, Jell. You found a list of movies under the guise that these movies are great to watch while you're high. That is correct. It, uh, <laughs> it is uh-huh. the 50 best movies to watch while high. I'm going to cut okay. it down a bit. but uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. We will get to all 50. But here's the thing. Y- you had some questions. Yeah, I really did. I feel like... I mean, I'll just get straight into it. It started really big really <laughs> with this one. Uh, number one, Inception. Fuck you. <laughs> Do you not want to be able to follow the storyline? Yeah. Here's the thing. Listen, I'm sure I'll be like, wow, pretty. I will not understand what is going on at all. Right. I'm already Although- like, whose dream are they in? I do see that as being one of the highest times that I've ever had because I did have one time where I got really stoned and I wanted to show my friend a movie. Yeah. But we couldn't decide on which movie. So we started watching four separate movies. And every time it would end an act, we would switch to the next one. So we would go to the first act of a movie, stop, watch the next first act of a movie, stop, watch the next first act of a movie, stop. Watch the next first act of the movie. Stop. Second act. Like it was bonkers. And we chose the fucking worst movies. Why did we do that to ourselves? That sounds fun. Did you ever go? Did you ever go to that movie night they had? So okay, I'm gonna. I forget so much of this information because it doesn't matter. Because what the movie night was was so awesome that it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. That I both forget the name of it and the name of the theater it was at but it was at that theater on fairfax that quentin tarantino bought oh uh-huh was it you know grindhouse what I'm about? uh no 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 okay. no no so what they would do tarantino they would, movie was the first grindhouse yeah, yeah. i ever watched he bought the yeah 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 but um that that like this is the theater where uh when he makes a movie and wants like shoots it on yeah like he shoot like he the, the show the original theater. i can't remember like, yeah. He'll show the original, like, film, film versions of it. Anyway, um, so this is what happened at this movie night, is they would find, like, the craziest, weirdest, most obscure movies mm-hmm. that have, like, weird titles. Like, I remember one year the movie was called Hunk, uh, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. It was crazy. The um, New Beverly. He owns the New Beverly. The New Beverly. On, there you go. On Beverly Boulevard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, so that's on Beverly? So maybe it's not even the theater I'm talking about. L-O-L, I said There's it out loud There's one of the best that's now Brain Dead Studios. There you go, that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, they'd <laughs> show the first five minutes of each of these movies, and then you would, you have a little card that you vote. So everybody's voting on, based on the first five minutes of these ten movies, which one they want to watch. Uh, and yes. then they they tally them up while you go outside and barbecue and have something to eat and have a few drinks. And then you come back and they, then you, and you watch the winner. 
amazing. And it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Anyway, Inception while you're high, I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. know what was going. I'd be I'd be entertained in so much you're that I'd be like lost up for in it. But yeah, Not you're it. never going to have any idea. See, the crazy thing I found was there was like two types of lists. There's either the lists of like the stoner movies where you got like, yes. you know, all the Seth Rogen, John Apatow yep. kind of movies. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. then there were just like other movies. And I was like, okay, these are just like, you know, movies big pop culture kind of movies mission impossible ghost protocol and inception or paprika which is what inception is you know based based off off, they were on wait what paprika what are you saying paprika is what i'm sorry my joint is not the spice not the spice there's a movie called paprika that came out in 2006 that's like an anime that's Uh what inception is based off Got it. Didn't know. Did not know that. Um, but yeah, both of those are on like every single list. I was like, mm, okay, wow. I don't know what you're smoking, but <laughs> you know, what? I will get to do with this list though. Once, though. Yeah, yeah. that more than once because the guy that wrote Inception also did Black Swan, right? And he stole Black Swan from an anime. Yeah, and then com- huh. he, he he stole it from an anime bought the rights to the anime and then never like did anything with it he still has them and then when people were like oh this is based on that he was like no no it's not uh, no they're completely different things it's not it's not the same thing and it's like oh you just made it a yeah. dancer instead of a, a celebrity so it's <clears throat> it actually really is the same Perfect Blue, which I'm pretty sure is yes, made by the same wow. person that did Paprika. Wow. Oh, fucking shit. I hate wow. it even more now. How oh, dare. No. How dare. Oh, I could be no. wrong, but yeah. You should yes. watch both those movies, though. They're great. And yes. not easy to follow even when you're sober. Yes. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Hit us with another weird one off that list, Jilly. Number two, The Matrix Trilogy. I mean, the first one, so Matrix, original Matrix, I went to see in the movie theater one of the first times. So like, okay, first time I smoked weed, I did not get high. Second Uh time I smoked weed, I got so high and went to a Denny's. (laughs) Third time I smoked weed, I got so high and went to see original Matrix in the movie theater with a gigantic bag of Dunkin' Donuts donuts. <laughs> Great experience. Fantastic Hilarious. experience. Two and three, ah. Uh, especially, don't watch three while you're high. You'll just be like, what? Uh, yeah, but you could it watch gets like, bad. Dude, it, was just, it falls off a cliff. But two, two, I mean, that freeway chase. Oh my God. That's gonna be fun. I think that was the moment that I was like, I think I have a crush on Trinity too. Yeah. I think I did. Like, fuck, she's on that Ducati, and I'm like, yes. Yes. Way to go. Take that key maker and you drive. Yeah. The wrong way on a freeway. You drive the wrong way on a freeway, but you're in the basement. It doesn't matter. Right? Oh my Fuck god, that quids. that whole entire scene is cool. <laughs> and then and then and then like what like often the di- they're fighting on top of a, a tr- wait is is Morpheus on the truck? What happens? Yes. All of a sudden so, something's going and Morpheus is just on a truck with a samurai sword. And you're like, yep. yeah, yeah. I think it's one of the moments where like 
the truck is coming up and then Morpheus is on the back of the car and they like bump yeah. it back into the truck and then it flips up onto it. Yeah. <laughs> Love those movies. Yes. Yeah, so, Sorry. Like, oh, come on. Ugh, Great. In college, Great. I once wrote a paper called There Is No Spoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a yeah. discussion of the theory of consciousness. <laughs> and I just like, I, like if a scientist has not been able to define consciousness, what the fuck do you expect me to do about it? Like, sure, the Matrix, that's that. Let's write it. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh my so God, silly. Jelly. What well, we, we have gone on tangents as we so do. Many. We have, we've got time for one more, I think. One more. One more. Oh my one more. Okay. Pick, up, pick us out a winner. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the next one that's on the list, which is yeah. Interstellar. I don't know. Haven't seen Interstellar. I haven't seen Interstellar either. Any oh. space movie. They also have 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like that would just lead to a panic attack. Yes. Wait, That's Interstellar is McConaughey, not... What's the one with Brad Pitt? And he was like Gravity? trying to find his... No, no, no. Gra- no, Gravity's... Um, um, <laughs> Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Sandra Bullock and who? What's what's his butt? Uh, Clooney. George, George Clooney. Clooney. Every you see, if you're a big name, you got to be in a space movie. Add also, that movie was Astra. so hard to watch. Sorry, go ahead. Add Astra. Add Astra. Add Astra. Yeah. Oh, Add Astra. God, that Add movie Astra. was so fucking terrible. That movie was not great. Don't waste your time. Do not <laughs> waste was your not time. Great. The movie oh was my not great. god! It was, space movie it was hard to profoundly do. bad. It was, like yeah. I didn't understand how it could be that bad. like, like mm. he signed on to it. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you know, so bad. You know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? So uh, uh, mixed reviews on space movies. Uh, I think the only space movie that you can watch while high and enjoy is Space Jam. <laughs> Boom! Hell yeah! An original Space Jam too. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> that let's you know what that's it. Let's end it there. Get <laughs> out there. Get yourself some Space Jam. <laughs> but I'm a baseball player now. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I hadn't seen that movie in so long and forgot that that is literally how that movie came in is that like it starts with him leaving basketball to play baseball. I forgot about that. And it came back to me because I was watching the last dance and there's so much about him coming back that he was training to come back to the NBA while he was making space jam. And that's incredible. And he had a basketball court on the set of the movie that he would use to train on with NBA players. And that is the greatest shit ever. So and make sure you listen to The Way Highway each and every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Adobe Radio. Go to the place where you get your podcasts. Listen to them all. Kristen, get us out of here. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can follow Sean Cowig, as always, at Sean Cowig. If you would like to follow me, Kristen Sanchez, you can follow me at Siren16X. And if you would like to follow us at The Way Highway, please follow us at The Way Highway. Send us an email at wayhighway at adobe.com. And Shelly, where can they follow you? You can follow me at Jelly Bambus on Instagram. Yay! And thank you all for listening. Thank you, Nice Guys Digital. Thank you, Dr. God. Thank you, Bernie and Shelly. Thank you, Gregory Jenkins, for our wicked music. See you next week. <laughs>